0: Welcome to the Enneagram MBA Podcast, a show for aspiring and growing entrepreneurs and unfulfilled employees who know they are capable of playing bigger. If you are wanting to identify your gifts, find your purpose, do work that matters, and create a ripple effect that goes beyond yourself, you're in the right place. Each week you'll get resources, strategies, and support to help you get to know yourself, to get to know and understand others like your future clients, and help you get known so that you can reach more people with your gifts and purpose. So grab your notebook or open up your notes app, and I will see you in class. All right. Welcome to the first official podcast episode for the Enneagram MBA Podcast in 2022. I say official because I did release a bonus episode earlier in the week about my own learnings and reflections from 2021 and the things that have come up along my own Enneagram journey that I thought. Would be helpful for you to know um, a how to some ideas for how I'm using what I'm learning about the Enneagram because it's one thing to read and learn theory and get all the Enneagram information, and it's a whole other thing to actually embody and practice and, and use it in real life situations. And it doesn't always go as planned. It doesn't always go smooth. Um, and I talk about that in episode 34. So if that sounds interesting to you, check that one out. I also shared it just so that some of it, it was like, gosh, it's kind of embarrassing. Like I don't want people to know I struggle with these things or I still continue to struggle with these things. Um, I had shared an example that actually just happened to me last week. And so um, very much in a work in progress, just like we all are hopefully learning and growing and tweaking and adjusting and, um, the Enneagram is a great way as a great tool, a great map to kind of shine some light on those areas, those blind spots where we might need, um, some additional attention and awareness. And maybe we've just been going on autopilot, but it gives us an opportunity, even if we don't get it perfect every time to bring some intentionality to, those thoughts, feelings, action. So talk all about my personal experience in that bonus episode 34, but today is going to be a fun one because we're going to get into talking about you and your 2022 goals, goal setting and the Enneagram based on type. And so I thought this would be helpful for you. And then also, um, as you work with your own clients, as you talk to your, significant other to your friend, and you may or may not be aware of their type, but just maybe to have some different conversations about the things that are going to light you up are going to be very different than what lights somebody else up. And then also preparing for the roadblocks. And, you know, it's one thing to have a a clear vision and intention for where you want to go. And then the other part of goal setting or intention setting that I don't think it's talked about enough is Is that roadblocks are going to come up? There's going to be things that get in the way. There's going to be issues that we have. It's not going to be smooth sailing. Um, And so to go ahead and not wish for them to happen, but go ahead and anticipate that there's going to be some things along the way. And you may not know 100% what they're going to be, but today we're going to talk about some common roadblocks that each of the types may run into just so that you're aware. So it doesn't throw you off course when it, when it happens, when they come up, you can think, okay, I, you know, I knew that at some point, maybe I didn't know when exactly, but I knew at some point this was going to to come up and I'm prepared for it or, all right, I'm just going to ride it. I'm going to ride the wave. I'm not, I'm going to stay the course. I'm not going to jump ship. I'm not going to change my goal. I'm not going to think, oh, it doesn't work. I'm not cut out for this. I'm going to, you know, Keep my my eye on the prize, um, but go ahead and and, and um, you know know that this is there, this is out there, and and navigate around it um, without necessarily quitting on my intention. So we'll talk about both some things that are going to light the the specific types up, how they're going to best thrive, things to think about when they're when they're planning their intentions, and then also three roadblocks specifically that each type may run into just so you can be aware of it. So we're going to get into, we're going to start with type eight today. And our type eights are, and actually I just had my big long notes um, document up here and now I can't find it. Okay, here we go. So, um, and and then the other thing I wanted to say, looking at my notes, I've just reminded is that one of, and, and I got this concept, from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear and if you have not read that one this would be a great time of year to read that one uh, because we you know goal setting is a big thing whether it's at the beginning of the year or we always talk about oh I'm going to start a new habit I'm going to I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to be more committed I'm going to fill in the blank whatever it is you're going to change about your habits about yourself but he said really instead of thinking about what we what we do, the, those actions. It's more about who do we want to be, like inside of us. What type of person do we want to be? And so, if we can commit to being somebody who has integrity and says what they're going to, the who does what they say that they're going to do, then having a goal to be committed or to you know do what I say I'm going to do it just falls in line when you say oh, I'm going to be this person. Um, he the example that i read this book maybe two or three years ago now, but the example that always sticks with me is this example that he had shared about smoking. And he said, you know, in order for it to really take off um, for you to really change and kick that habit, what you need to do is just become a person who doesn't smoke. Um, That doesn't mean, so it's like, you don't have to say, oh, I'm not going to have a cigarette today. It's just like, I'm not somebody that smokes. So if I'm not somebody that smokes, then I'm not somebody who needs a cigarette. And so yes, that, you know, there, there's a lot of Work that goes into that potentially, um, but just how that shift from who do you want to be, the kind of person you want to be, versus focusing on the day to day habits and actions, those will come when you are stepping into the person you want to be. So I love that thought. And I think that we can apply that to our own goals and intentions and how we use the Enneagram moving forward. And the Enneagram can be so helpful because it is a mirror holding up, being held up so that we can see maybe things that we've previously been unaware of, like our blind spots, our unconscious thoughts, feelings, behaviors. um, But by learning more about ourselves and being open to feedback of how others experience us, the impact that we have on others, Um, we can learn so much about ourselves as well. And that can also impact the changes that we make and the type of person that we become. So let's get into the types. Starting off with our type eight today, we're going to look at the things that our type eight needs and the type of environment they'll thrive in along with some common roadblocks that they potentially need to be aware of. So eights are, are going to do really well when they're responsible for making big things happen. They love that. They love the ability to make big things happen, to empower others, to come along with them. Um, they are, tend to be really in touch with the injustices in their community, in their industry, in the world around them with a specific population, and then have the boldness, the decisiveness, the big energy, the high energy to do something about it. So those are the, where those eights are really going to thrive um, and they're going to want to d- defend and protect those people. And so the skills to leverage as a type eight and most of the eights Probably already recognize this, um, but this is might be helpful. Just some some validation. Not that our eights necessarily need that, but also learning about the type eights in your life. Um, their skills that they are going to want to lean into is this self assurance. They are natural leaders. They tend to be really great at negotiating because they're very direct. Um, honesty, you're going to, you're going to get honesty, um, from <laughs> type eight. And then, um, they are, we just kind of talked about how they have this drive to protect others. They are very protecting of others and especially in their inner, inner circles that it sometimes takes a while to get there. Um, but once you're there. Um, they're going to be great at that. And so what you're going to need as a type eight to really thrive with your goals and the role that you do, the work that you do is you're going to need a lot of autonomy, being your own boss. And even if you're not running your own business at this point, just having a lot of autonomy, being able to make the decisions, make the calls and the role, whatever role you're at is going to be really important. You're going to need a challenge, um, something to, to rise up to as a type eight. Um, it's going to be helpful if you can be around other high energy people where you kind of feed off of each other. And then you're also going to need other people to be truthful and direct With you. So you're, you, you have it made like that's not necessarily an issue for you, um, but it's going to be helpful for you to get to where you're going if you can surround yourself um, with others who are willing to share the truth and be direct with you too. Now, common roadblock possible roadblock that might come up for a type eight is when your drive for justice turns to revenge. So the thought fixation for a type eight is vengeance. Each type has a mental fixation, a thought fixation. And for our type eights, it's vengeance where they're thinking about, okay, how can I rebalance all the wrongs by, um, with these thoughts of anger and blame and potentially even intimidation. And so, you know, right away, it's like you can understand that. You can absolutely understand how justice can easily bleed into revenge. Um but the difference is kind of how productive how you know How really are you going to take care of yourself and also take care of the people that you want to protect if you're in this revenge mode? So just kind of be curious, you know, when you have this goal, the action that you're taking, the drive that you have, just maybe take a moment to question, where is this coming from? Is it coming from an injustice I want to help solve or is it coming from this intense revenge? Right? Um, The second roadblock that might come up is when your passion and eights are so passionate, turns maybe too intimidating, maybe too domineering over, um, over those around them that they're wanting to bring along on their team. And this might show up, um, they have an emotional fixation. We just talked about the thought fixation for the eight being vengeance. And the emotional fixation, um, also known as the passion or the vice for an eight, is called lust. That doesn't necessarily mean sexual lust. It's just this excessiveness um, as a way to... um, you know, turn up the volume on the intensity. Our type eights, their vice is gluttony where it's excess more, 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 but it's like quality, not quality, quantity of more. Whereas for an eight, that lust is more of an intensity of mo- for more. And it's so that a lot of times that'll happen when they're trying to avoid or deny their own feelings of vulnerability. And so rather than getting Embarrassed or feeling sad, they're going to turn to anger and they're going to turn up that volume on their anger. It lives just below the surface for our type eights. And so, again, just be aware like, yes, you're very passionate. And, but if you want it to be productive for others to come along with you, just maybe check in: is this <laughs> is it turning into intimidation, or you know, is it truly? I'm passionate, I'm bold, I'm making things happen. So again, just just kind of check in. Um, and then the last thing that could come up and, and block you from getting to where you want to go, being the person that you want to be, is always needing to be seen as powerful and strong. Again that vulnerability piece showing up that is the core fear for our type eights is to avoid ever being vulnerable, ever being in a position where somebody else could take advantage of them. They always want to be strong and powerful and in control so that they can protect themselves and also others around them. And so, um, you, they, they run into this, their defense mechanism is their go-to defense mechanism is denial. And so this is kind of the first line of defense when we start to feel an uncomfortable feeling. Each type has a specific defense mechanism, just like we've talked about a specific thought pattern, a specific emotional fixation. Um, each type has a specific defense mechanism, and our type eights will run into denial, and so they'll they'll negate that the vi- the very existence of any thought or feeling or behavior that might cause them anxiety or any type of feelings of vulnerability by saying no. Oh, that doesn't exist. That's not real. It never happened. And so they're constantly um, bottling it up. Again, it d- denying that they feel any other way potentially than anger, which is hard to have any sort of really meaningful connection. And also it's that's not fair for you as a type eight to always have the pressure, even though you thrive in those leadership roles, but to always be in control, to always be the person in charge in every single situation of your life, eventually you're going to run yourself into the ground, right? You're eventually going to burn out. And so Just be aware that you have that tendency. And so look for situations this year where can somebody else be in charge? Uh, Even if it's not in charge of your whole business, right? Or your whole life, it's like, what part of my business could somebody else be take the lead on? Is there a specific project? Is it your social media strategy? Is it, um, could you let somebody else do the house cleaning for you, do the laundry, do the grocery shopping, right? We got Instacart, things like that. Um, It doesn't have to be, you know, oh my gosh, I need to let somebody else take over my life. It's just, where are there areas in your life where somebody else could step in and be the go-to be, be in charge so that you don't always have to have that pressure, that responsibility. And that opens you up to taking the lead and being in charge of the things that only you can be in charge of that really light you up that those projects and those, um, tasks need you and only you, um, and your energy, um, to, to make happen. So our type eight, Looking at our type nine, they have this amazing um, superpower of intuition, and calmness that allows them to diffuse tension and really hold space for everyone to be heard. And we've talked about the superpower before, and we're going to get into a couple more for the type eight or the type nine, I'm sorry. But the thing I wanted to remind our type nines is that this comes natural to you. Like you're really good at it. And so the roles that you hold, the type of business that you have, um, the type of business that you want to start, the idea that you want to share, um, that bringing this type of energy so that everybody's heard um, is, is easy for you. And because it is so easy, sometimes you won't remember to also allow yourself to be heard. So a goal, an intention that I'm going to challenge you on for 2022 is to, yes, continue to do this, hold space for everybody to be heard, um, but also make sure that you are opening up opportunities for yourself to speak up, to share your opinion. Um, I don't know if you saw this over on social media. I haven't done much more with it, honestly, since I the week that I did it, but I created some fun mugs and stationery for each type. And on the type nine mug, I wrote the saying is that sometimes the boat needs rocking because we talk so much about, oh, the, the gift of a nine is to go with the flow. They don't want to rock the boat. But it's like sometimes the boat needs to be rocked. Sometimes people need to know you're angry, you're upset. And so allow yourself to have those opportunities throughout this year to rock the boat, right? Um, the superpowers that you're going to bring to whatever intentions are important to you in 2022 are your adaptability, your flexibility. You have this broad perspective to see the gray. So you're going to be able to bring all kinds of different perspectives and insights to the content that you share to the offerings that you have, to the types of people that you attract, you have excellent listening skills. You're going to be able to help people feel heard and feel seen, which honestly is one of, in my opinion, the greatest gifts that you can have. You can give to anybody is just say, "I see you, I hear you," and you are excellent at that. As a type nine, you're very open. Um, the things that you you'll need as you bring your intentions and goals to life this year is um one of the things i wrote is very practical is comfort and this might be in your physical space so making sure that this year wherever you're working is comfortable maybe you need an office with a door closed is there some way that that you can make that happen for yourself um you know keeping snacks nearby keeping your favorite teas or your coffee stash stashed your coffee stash filled, I guess is what I was trying to say. Um, maybe, um, bring some familiar familiarity, um, whether it's physical objects, pictures, um, maybe it's, you know, allowing yourself to get into this routine. Um, and then making sure that there's like space in your schedule to breathe, to have time, just to kind of, you know, zone out to recharge, um, looking at things that you, you allowing yourself to have those distractions kind of just, I mentioned openings in your schedule. Don't feel guilty. If you want to play candy crush, if you want to watch, you know, Netflix during the day, like, how can you make space in your schedule Because you're probably going to do it anyway, but you might beat yourself up for it. Just go ahead and, you know, look ahead. How can I make sure that I'm giving myself time for these little, just the right amount of distractions? Um, And then you're going to need this work environment, this living environment in your day-to-day that really at home and in your career doesn't have a lot of conflict. So what do you need? What loose ends do you need to tie up? What hard conversations do you need to maybe have now so that you can have that calm, serene um, living situation, working situation as much as possible in the new year? Um, And then it's really important for you to be connected. And so I know we're still in this weird time where... um, it's not always possible face-to-face meeting for coffee, those kind of things. Um, but are there ways that you can stay in touch? One thing that has worked really well for me is voxering, um, my, my close friends. So I have a kind of a a business that started off as a business friend that's turned into a real life friend, um, that will voxer almost daily during each other's, um, dog walks. And then um, I, I still connect with one of my best friends from college. We'll voxer occasionally give each other 10, 15 minute updates. And even though you know we're in um, different time zones, our work schedule is kind of off, our life sometimes are opposite. Um, we don't always get to talk on the phone, but we get to stay connected and stay in touch that way. So I, I love voxer as a very practical tool for doing that. But however you want to do that, As a type nine, um, it's important for you to stay connected. A roadblock that you might run into is doing the comfortable tasks when you really should be doing the more important essential tasks that's going to move you forward towards who you want to be, what you want to accomplish this year. So make sure that you are facing those important decisions, even if they're hard. Another roadblock might be saying no. So you'll do almost anything to avoid conflict, which means you might be saying yes to things that you don't really want to or really shouldn't be saying things yes to those things. So m- ensure that your priorities prioritizing your time rather than treating everything as equally important. And the third roadblock for our type nines is going to be showing your anger or even acknowledging that you're angry. And that goes back to, sometimes the boat needs rocking, right? Stand up for yourself, express how you're really feeling, um, channel some of your eight wing and speak directly. Let people know what exactly you need, what exactly um, is, you know, bothering you about them or a specific situation. So you don't have to sit there um, and, and, you know, suffer in silence or think, oh, I shouldn't be upset about this. No if it's upsetting you, let, let, let somebody know. And there's a way to do it, right? You don't have to blow up. I'm not suggesting that, but let people know, Hey, I'm upset. This is bothering me. Um, even, and and also let people know where you stand, even if you might risk angering somebody, upsetting somebody. And I think for me, this come, I I struggle with this too. I'm constantly questioning, like, what am I posting on social media or writing in an email. And sometimes I think I, I water myself down so much that it's like, yeah, what, what am I really saying here? What do I really stand for? Um, and just knowing that, yeah, I'm probably going to upset some people and that's okay. They'll find their people. Right. But I want to make sure that I'm talking to the people that, um, I'm most passionate about helping and it's hard to find them. It's hard to be found if I'm not, talking to them about these important things that sometimes it may be, um, I don't want to say, uh, confrontational potentially. And, and, you know, we can all struggle with that. That's very much, um, something that our nines tend to struggle with. Our type ones, um, they're really going to thrive when their intentions and goals are around, um, some sort of, social or moral purpose, that their vision is driven by the sense of taking something from good to great. And so the superpowers that our type one is going to bring is this ability to organize and plan. They are very idealistic. I love that. Um, Our type ones, fours, and sevens are in this category where the common emotional feeling is frustration. And it's frustration because things aren't living up to our ideals. And for a type one, that can be very true. And they have this ability to have the vision and to also execute on the vision, organize and plan timeline schedules to actually get things done. They have an attention to detail typically where they're thinking about the process and what needs to be done step by step. Um, being responsible being a leader also tends to come natural for our type ones. They're comfortable taking charge, um, and when they do, they bring this. Um, they can bring this like calmness because people know what to expect. They create predictability. They create structure. They create routine. They try to treat everyone according to the same standard, and so their leadership style, you know, people people really thrive in, in that type of environment. They know what's to be expected. They tend to be very courteous and politically correct, um, kind of combining those like strong principles of integrity and then combining them with this love for helping others and helping improve things. Um, we mentioned they also have these strong ideals. And because of that, our type ones are able to inspire others to live to their highest potentials, to make ethical choices, to, to hold themselves, um, with integrity. And a lot of times integrity, you know, maybe this is like a type seven. Sometimes I have been like, Oh, integrity sounds so like boring and like lame. And, oh, I don't know. It just seems like really stiff, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's integrity, uh, which I don't know what that says about me, but, but it, it's integrity, but also integrity with ourself. Um, the four agreement book is a classic that you have probably heard about before. And I was very resistant to reading it because I thought, Hmm, sounds boring. Um, but there's a whole chapter on one of the things is integrity. And it's really about integrity to yourself. Like if you say that you're going to do something, then do it. If you say you're going to finish this project, do this task, um, do this workout, whatever it is, hold yourself accountable, be most and have the most integrity to yourself and the things that you want to do so that you can get to where you want to go. Um, it's really important for the type ones to be in these environments where they're fair. Um, respect is a common, um, value for those around them. Um, they're able to get things done and they want to be around other people who can get things done. You are very hard workers, and so you're going to expect others to do the same. And so maybe that is looking at who you hire on your team, the type of clients that you work with, um, the, the groups, the networking groups that you're a part of. It's like they're, they're, this is going to be um, a needed part for you to really thrive and do well in those sort of situations. It's like I work hard and I, I expect you to do the same. And then the last one I had on here for things that are type one will need in 2022 for them to get to their intentions is this um, this trapdoor to release, to to release stress concept, this trapdoor. And what this is, is a getaway or doing something on a regular basis that doesn't fit into your usual self-image. So this is where the type one has an opportunity to really be intentional with their growth arrow to a type seven. So, you know, you're, you're, you are very hardworking. You are very responsible. You are very structured. You are very structured. But again, at some point, um, you're going to burn out. You're going to get overworked. You're going to get, cause you're thinking nobody else can do it as good as me. Um, so I got to take on all these things and that's just not true. And that's not sustainable also. And so look for things on the calendar as you're planning, who you want to be, the projects that you want to accomplish, I would also, as a type one, make sure that you're adding these sort of trapdoor stress releases to your calendar. Is it getting your nails done? Is it taking a girl's trip? Is it taking a cooking class once I'm, you know, whatever the thing is, make sure that those trapdoor Stress release activities are also on your calendar, and that you hold yourself accountable and commit to attending those just like you would the work that you do. Our type two, um, they are really going to thrive when they're serving others. And you probably already know this about yourself as a type two. It's any type of role or project where you get to um, be customer focused, really help. People, hands on help people. You're very much about the people um, and less about the task. And so the superpowers that you're going to bring to your 2022 attention intentions are like you really get it. When you care for people, it's not you just intellectually get what they might be going through, but you emotionally get what they're going through. So you become this really safe place to come to, to confide in, to talk to. And so that might be um, intentions that you have around your friendships, around the work that you do. Um, You're really, that comes natural for you. So find ways to really embrace that and leverage that superpower. Um, You really create a feel-good atmosphere. People, um, you, you pay attention to the physical and also emotional ambiance of a group. So if you're thinking about starting a group this year for your coaching program, for um, whatever it might be, that like you're going to be great at it because you can pay attention to these sort of things. So don't let the fact that you've never done it before hold you up. Don't let the fact that you don't know what's how it's going to unfold, what exactly is going to happen. Just know that you really have a skill set that's going to allow you to thrive in hosting a group. Um, You are willing to go the extra mile for others. You have this ability to have next level customer service. And I will say, I don't know if she wants others. To know, actually, we talked about it on a podcast, so I'll I'll, I'll name drop her. But I got to do an on air coaching call and be the co- the one that gets coached for, um, the Sales Maven Society. And Nikki Roush is the leader uh, of that group, and she identifies as a Type Two. And I will say when she told me that. All of these things made so much sense. And her level of customer service being a member inside of that group is next level. She sends the most incredible like handwritten um, envelope with as a welcome. She has the this amazing um, welcome plan for new members. It's like start here. Um, there's so much information in her sales maven society, but she's like, focus on this in week one, focus on this in week two. And it was just like this really clear four to six week, kind of like kickstart new member um, journey. Oh my God, it was so helpful. And then for Christmas, she sent these really fun stickers um, again with like this handwritten envelope. And um, so it's just, that stood out to me. And so it's like, you're really great at those things. So embrace those things, do those things. Don't feel guilty about it. Um, You have excellent people skills. You're tuned into what people need and you enjoy Helping people with what they need. My boyfriend, um, we've talked about him before being a type two, and he, he has said a couple times the thing that he's really one of the things that he's really taken from understanding his type that this is a, a natural thing for him to do. And he used to feel bad about people pleasing and felt like, oh, it's like a negative thing, but he really enjoys it. So he's been able to just say like, I want to do this. I like helping people. And so I think as long as you're checking in with the intention for why you're doing what you're doing, is it because you truly are enjoying it? Or is it because like, oh, I'm hoping to feel valuable and worthy because of how much I'm helping, right? Just again, getting curious about why you're doing what you're doing. You can do the exact same thing, but the understanding of why you're doing it can be really helpful in understanding, okay, is this going to get me to where I want to go? Is this actually giving me life, helping me thrive, or is it maybe holding me back, draining my energy, right? So just kind of getting curious. Again, why do I do what I do? Um, For a type two, it's important to be appreciated, um, to be treated well, um, to Again, like our Type Nines, really connecting with others is important. So, anytime that you can offer help to a coworker, a teammate, your clients having some sort of personal difficulty, um, it makes you feel good to be able to help in that situation. So, allow yourself to do that. Again, just kind of making sure that it's not taking away from something that you need to get done or draining you in some way, and, or turning into a should or turning into like, oh well, I'll do this for them, but I expect for them to to do this for, for me. Um, and then you're really great at, at making a difference. Um, you can really, you're very focused on people, understanding what they need, understanding how to give them what they need, or helping them get to where they need to go um, more so than the tasks. So, you know, that might be something for you to kind of stretch yourself in 2022 is to like, you got the people part covered. Your people skills are next level, but are there some things task wise, maybe that that don't come as, as as easily to you but are needed for you to get to where you want to go um, that you need to focus on as well. And maybe it's not you that needs to focus on them directly, but you just need to make sure that they get done. So it's like, okay, I need to, you know, I don't know if it has to do with your accounting. Can you hire a bookkeeper if it has to do with um, writing content. Is there some additional support or resources that you can help with with those tasks? Right, um, because sometimes we need we need both. We need the people. We need the task um, to ultimately get us to where we're going. A lot of times, one comes easier than the other. And in this case, it just so happens you're amazing at people skills. So those tasks um, may not. As easy, but you know, channel that three energy that you have, that three wing or your one wing. Both of those are excellent at efficiency getting things done. So tap into those. Um, some of the roadblocks that you might run into is taking care of yourself because you're so focused on others. So, you know, just make sure that you're also paying attention to your own needs. And then I had here like a sub-roadblock under here is that. You may be so focused and wanting to help others, but sometimes those others may not be asking for your help. And you may be giving unsolicited advice and exerting all this energy for somebody who doesn't really need it or want it at this moment and aren't able to take it in. And so it's just kind of a a waste of energy. You're running yourself. Maybe you're getting frustrated because they're not taking your advice. So just be aware, like, is this person like able and willing to accept my advice, my help. So just check in, um, both with what you need and and what that other person may be needing. Um, a roadblock, another roadblock is sometimes you could be taken advantage of because you are wanting to help others, wanting to, to make others' lives easier, please others. And so before you say yes, just make your go to response in 2022 that you'll get back to them once you look at your schedule like i would love to help you out with it i'm not sure what i have going on let me check and i'll get back to you because it's going to be your gut instinct your gut reaction just to say oh yeah i would love to and then you're going to go look at your schedule and realize oh my god i don't have time for this or it's not something i actually really want to do or it doesn't align with my priorities and then you're going to have to go back and and cancel or not and then somebody else's priorities become in front of your own. Um, another roadblock for the type two is being overwhelmed um, and overburdened because you can't say no. So, this kind of t- ties into the second one, but this has to do with allowing others to help you. So, you're always there to help others. This year, you know, allow others to help you, whether that's um, in your personal life, letting others help you around the house, letting others a friend plan the dinner? Maybe you always are the one planning in your your business. Is there a teammate that you can, kind of like the type A, is there a way for somebody else to um, take the lead on something, help you out with you always you know, without you always having to be the one that's helping. Um, the type three again, like our eights, are and our ones, um, leadership comes very natural to them. They thrive in those leadership roles, and they're really able to help their team and their clients succeed. You know, type threes are very focused on succeeding, thriving in in their work specifically, and they're also really great at bringing others along with them. So, um, in twenty twenty two leverage those superpowers of your ability to inspire others, your efficiency. So that doesn't just mean um, tasks. I'm really good at getting tasks done, but it's also you're really great at asking the right questions. You're really great at getting the right people on board the right people in the right role, Um, getting everybody to move in the same direction. So that, that also plays into that efficiency skill that you have. You have an ability to read people and you can kind of adjust the project as needed. So maybe you're um, coaching or consulting and you have a plan in mind, but you realize, oh my gosh, this isn't really, I'm getting a sense here that this person it's not going to work. This plan isn't going to work for this person. And you're going to be able to adjust as needed. Um, you have this strong drive to win and bring others along with you. Also very hard working and you're going to be open to taking risk. Um, you tend to be naturally optimistic and confident in your abilities. And so make sure that, you know, you, you lean into that. And then I think for all of us who maybe that doesn't come as natural, where we don't always feel as confident in our abilities and ourselves, um, take, you know, lean into your arrow to the three, your wings to the three, or just tap into that energy. Um, if you're not connected to the three, um, cause they do, they have this, it is more natural for them. Um, at the same time though, you know, they, the, the downside of that is sometimes you can be so hard on yourself and when you, when you don't succeed like you wanted to, your self-worth and confidence is just shattered. So no the work for you is always going to be untangling your um, career success. success of any kind with your worthiness as a human being, right? You're already worthy as you are. And this is something that even though I'm not a three, I very much struggle with myself. Um, What you're going to need to five in 2022 is big dreams, big goals, um, getting recognized is important to you and that's okay, right? That is absolutely okay. Whether that's client testimonials, um, whether that's getting feedback, applying for awards, getting nominated for certain things, whatever that is like, that's okay. Don't feel bad about that. Um, and then also mentoring others is something you're really good at and it, it lights you up can help you get to the being the person that you want to be, where you want to go and also allowing yourself to be mentored. Threes are, threes are, um, very open to that. Um, you know, somebody else has paved the path to success. Okay. I'm willing to, to follow in that. And then something else that a is three will need is similar to the, the trap door of the one that we talked about is you, you are, you tend to have some workaholic, um, tend to have some workaholic tendencies. Um, and so just, you know, again, being very intentional, writing in time off in your calendar, doing things to rest, doing things to recharge, doing things to um, re-energize yourself. It does, You don't have to be laying on the couch, but it's like, could you write in your calendar time to get out and hike, um, time to go to the gym? Um, you know, those kind of like Activities that recharge you because otherwise, what you're going to end up doing is running yourself into the ground, and then you're going to have to work to recover from that. So, before that happens, rest, recharge, re energize. Roadblocks for you are going to be being impatient. Um, You want things now. I get that. You're in that assertive stance with the sevens and the eights, future focused. Let's get it done. Um, right now. Um, So allowing yourself to feel emotions in the moment, not just, oh, um, I had this goal and I hit it. Great. Let's move on. Celebrate yourself in the moment and don't be in such a rush to get to the next goal, to get to the next thing. Um, And when you do this, you also then that kind of spills over. And when you hold space for yourself, you're also able to hold space for others. And then that allows you to more deeply connect with others and have deeper, more meaningful relationships. Um, the type, the second roadblock for our type three might be, um, untangling that, that achievement and how worthy you are as a human being. So, um, intimacy can be kind of difficult for our type threes because of this. And so, you know, a a very practical tip for this is to broaden your interests beyond just work. And this is advice I need to take for myself, right? So. What are some other things that you can do outside of work that also, um, you know, that you get engaged in, that you participate in and that, that will just naturally help you see like, oh my gosh, there's so many other things I have going on in my life. So if this launch doesn't work, if this client doesn't say yes, if this, um, if my presentation tanks, um, I'm still okay. Like I, 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 yeah, that sucks. I don't love that, but I have all these other things going on that are going to help me stay afloat during those times, um, that don't always work out at work. Um, and then by doing this, you can really start to stay more present rather than always focusing on your to-do list at work. And then we, I had already mentioned a little bit about the tendency for the threes to be workaholics tend to overwork. And so making sure that you are putting in time in your calendar to slow down. um, Maybe it's setting limits on your working hours. This might be a conversation you want to have with your significant other. This may be a frustration for them. Oh, they're always working. It's like, all right, listen, at six o'clock, I'm leaving the office, I'm shutting the laptop, and I'm not getting back on it until tomorrow. I'm going to participate in my relationships. I'm going to participate in my other activities that are not work-related. Our type fours are really going to thrive when they can be in their creative flow. Um, And you don't have to necessarily be an artist or you know, crazy creative as a four, but you will need to be doing meaningful work. Um, you're going to really thrive in those sort of situations. Any sort of mundane tasks type of work is just eventually going to burn you out. So the superpowers that you can bring to your 2022 uh, intentions are your creative ability. And there's so, it's, creativeness is so much more than just, oh my God, I can draw or um, I can sing, I can dance. It's maybe, being a creative problem solver, being a being creative about how you present um, um, a message that we've heard time and time again. Um, You know, maybe this is getting into reels on Instagram. Maybe it's doing something unique with your YouTube channel, whatever that might be. This is going to come natural for you. So I don't have to give you the ideas as a four. You probably already have the ideas. Just go ahead and step into them. Make sure that you're you're actually taking action on those ideas. Um, You have this ability to be very compassionate and empathy and understand what others are going through. So this is going to come in very handy um, as a leader for your team, um, as you work with your clients as you are, are a friend a, a partner in a romantic relationship like this is something you really thrive in um, you have this ability to be very authentic and it's important for others to around you to to be authentic and and by you being your authentic self you naturally allow others to come to you with their guard down in in that way um, and then you just have this um, I wrote down the word dauntlessness i've i don't know where i read that or heard that but that was a note that i had had for the fours and really this just means that you have this courage that inspires others to stir up things so you're not afraid to quit your job you're not afraid to change careers you're not afraid to to jump. Um, if if you're in something that doesn't fit your values, you'll speak up for it um, if, if the subject is important enough to you. And by you doing that, you also inspire others to do that. What you're going to need in 2022 is that off- authenticity, is your guiding principle. Um, it's going to be hard for you to work for a company or to put out an offer or to have this business that just doesn't feel aligned with your values um, to sell a product that you don't believe in. Um, you're going to need some some beauty, some style, whatever that means to you in your working space. Maybe it's a beautiful calendar, um, getting outdoors, whatever that might be. Um, You're going to need some of that in your life. You're going to need some creative outlets that aren't always just work-related so that you can express yourself in some way, being able to live out your ideals. So what can I contribute is a question that you might find yourself asking a lot. Um, Am I working for a company that is adding something to the world? Is my business adding something to the world? Is what I'm selling? Is what I'm offering? How is that making a difference in the world? Is my work making a difference? Those are questions that you're going to need to have answers to to feel good about what you're putting out with your work. And then you may just need some time apart from others. Um, as much as you want to feel like you belong and want to connect with others, sometimes like we all do, you just need time away. Um, and so you might need to, you know, make sure that if you're working on a team or you have a big client load or whatever it is that you're getting, um, time to yourself. You're scheduling that in. You're not scheduling back-to-back meetings um, so that you can have space to also be creative, right? Um, Sometimes you might just need a whole day, I don't know, not have anything planned so that you can get those creative juices flowing. And then our type five, um, they're really going to, oh, and I forgot about the roadblocks. I'm sorry for our type four. Um, You can, you can Get lost in your mind. So, you have all these ideals for the world. So, channel that one arrow um, and add some structure and guardrails to those ideals so that they actually happen. Another roadblock that you might run into is feelings of envy, um, feeling defective. You're not good enough. The others have something that you're missing. So, take inventory of the things that you do have. And if you're struggling to, find those to recognize those call up a friend call up a business bestie and you know what do you see in me what what talents what strengths do you see um, that i may not be missing make a list and whenever you feel that way go back to that list um, and then you may have this roadblock where you need everything to be original and beautiful and unique and that can be very time consuming it can be um, sometimes it can just not be possible like Coming up with a way to do something that's never been done before in the history of time, um, you can put your unique spin on it, absolutely. But it may be, it may be holding you back to think, "Oh, I can't put this out, or I can't do this, I can't start this business, I can't implement this idea until I realize a completely unique way to do something." So sometimes it's okay just to allow things to be ordinary. And I know that might make you cringe. I know that might make you twitch. Um, But it's kind of like pick your battles, right? I'm not saying every single thing that you touch needs to be ordinary. Just put out ordinariness. But there are some things that can be ordinary, right? Maybe you don't need your back-end documents to be beautifully branded, right? Maybe there's a way for them just to be simple and ordinary. Things like that. Um, The type five, the thing that is really going to allow you to thrive is when you're focusing on researching and analyzing and bringing logical reflection and expertise to the work that you're doing, the products that you're putting out, the content that you're sharing with others. And your superpowers are really going to be um, the ability to focus, which hello, so many of us need to be tapping into that superpower of yours, um, myself, especially as a seven. And you, you don't really go on tangents too often or get distracted from your original goal. So once you set a goal as a Type Five, like you're pretty focused on making sure that it happens. So lean into that. Set those goals, set those intentions, and know that it's naturally going to come to you for you to focus on them and make them happen. Um, you have this ability to grasp structure, so you can see how things fit together, and you can predict likely likely outcomes. So, um, a an example that I had heard before for a Type Five that may not always get thought about is. Um, you know, maybe type fives aren't always thought of as creative, but because they have this ability to kind of see how things fit together and predict these outcomes, um, you might be a really great like mystery novel writer because you can kind of paint this picture and have this plan for this really grand mystery and this um, really surprise ending that only you really can see. Um, and so that's that's a fun one, but you can do that in all Areas of your business, all different types of ways that you work, you tend to be very objective. Um, so you can bring that superpower to your goals, helping others. Maybe be that um, you're able to see things in an unbiased, not judgmental way. So very similar to our nines, you can live in that gray. You can understand different opinions without necessarily needing to judge them. Um, and you also have this original way of looking at the world. You actually are very creative. Um, and I don't want to say like actually like oh it's a surprise. You probably already know that about you. I just think sometimes the stereotypical memes that are shown on social media, um, don't always paint the five in this light, but you are very creative. Um, you have these creative ways to go around red tape. Um, and actually you can be very sensitive too. That's Another thing that I don't know that fives always get recognized for being, but you are very, you're highly aware of others. Hence, the observer. Um, and so you have this ability to be really gentle and considerate of how others are feeling and, and what they're going through. Even though you may not want to, to share your own feelings, you have that ability to observe and perceive others. What you're going to need in order to make your 2022 goals happen is independence. So you kind of have this laissez-faire attitude towards other people. And so you're going to appreciate the same, getting the same. So whether that's your team, um, your clients, like I trust you to do what we talked about. Um, right. And you're, you're going to kind of need that, that same, um, you know, making sure that you're working with people who have that same energy, have those same values. You're going to need a lot of intellectual stimulation, time alone, time to process, time to respond and let that be okay. Like I don't have an answer for you right now. I'm gonna have to get back to you. Don't feel the pressure. And I don't think fives do, um, of needing to say yes or no, or, you know, what do you think about this right now? It's okay to step back and say, I'm going to need time to think about it. Um, and then you're going to need to be on um, in environments and uh, working on projects where you are self-directed um and not uh, somebody telling you what to do every step of the way like you're gonna thrive with some autonomy like our eights um like our like our nines like our ones in in that grouping where autonomy is very important to our body center people but Um, you're going to, yeah, not need to be able to have the space to come up with those creative solutions. Now, a roadblock for you might be around, um, your, your, um, so your vice, your passion as a type five is around hoarding. And it's not just hoarding things, but a lot of times it's like hoarding your time and feeling like resources are scarce. And so for you, it's like trusting that there is enough. And sometimes that, that stinginess, that scarcity ability, like could hurt somebody's feelings. Cause it's like, oh, I can't give you my time. I don't have a lot of it. Or, um, I don't want to, I don't want to, share this with you or whatever the thing is for you. And without communicating it properly, it could come off with like, gosh, they just don't care about me. They don't want to give me their time or, or whatever. Um, so making sure that you're communicating because it's okay um, to have your own, to need your own space, to want your own things, right? Um, but also balancing that with trusting that there's enough to go around. The abundance mindset, um, a roadblock that all of us in the in the head center will struggle with at some point is thinking, thinking, thinking. So as a type five, it's important for you to get out of your heads and get into your body. So making sure that you're writing in time on your schedule, that you have some sort of intention around moving your body, yoga, high, some sort of like high intensity exercise, running, hiking, um, stretching, you know, whatever it is, dancing, getting into your body in some way. And then um, having a, a, the last roadblock here is around your um, emotional conflict you're very adverse to. Like intellectual conflict, that kind of back and forth banter, the intellectual sparring is totally fine. You're probably even going to welcome it. But anything that seems illogical or overly emotional is very difficult for you to process and respond to. But sometimes there are, you you know, you may be in a relationship where this is the case, or you may have members of your team where they are a little bit more emotionally charged and need to be seen and felt um, and heard. Um, their Their emotions need to be recognized. So that will be some of the work for you to not disregard that. And then our type six is really great. With collaboration, so anytime they have an opportunity to um, plan or prepare or provide support for others, and then to do it in some sort of collaborative way, they're really going to thrive. They have these superpowers of being exact. So because um, they're kind of planning for sometimes worst case scenario, what what bad thing can happen? They naturally have this ability to analyze and to create systems and to minimize risk, which ends up being an enormous superpower in getting things done and working your way towards your intention. Um, They tend to have a healthy amount of skepticism. And this is really essential for getting to the truth of something. Like you don't want to have this naive um, positivity, this toxic positivity that some of the other types, (coughs) sevens, (laughs) can have. Um, It's a really, it's an asset in the workplace to be able to say, well, you know, I love that. Love that optimism. Love that idea. Let's just also think about and look out like we're doing here uh, in this episode. Um, Yes, here are your superpowers, but also here are some roadblocks that might come up for you. Type 6s also are amazing at problem solving, um, similar to the type 5s. They really excel at reviewing and making sense of large amounts of complex information and data. They can make these really creative and helpful connections, distilling down what really needs to be um, shared with the group. Um, They're very protective. So um, maybe um, this might be more... This might come more natural for a counterphobic six who tends to get big and bold and fight, right? Fight, flight, or freeze in the face of fear. Our counterphobics are the ones that are going to get big and fight, but the phobics can also do the same. So regardless of what type of six that you are, you do still have this natural tendency to want to be protective. Um, As a phobic, you might just do it in a more creative way by coming up with creative solutions. To protect yourself and others around you. You also have a superpower of of wit, um, of humor that is time and time again, this comes up as a superpower for a six. And I will say um, the ones that I have in my life, this holds very true. Um, what you're going to need as a type six in the new year is certainty and that's not always possible, but as much as you can predict your work days, predict what projects you have coming up, um, because with too many possibilities, too many options, that kind of leaves your mind again, being in that mental headspace, going all over the place and just overworking for the sake of thinking about things that really does don't need to be thought thought about. Um, you're going to need to fight for some type of cause and it doesn't have to be some big, you know, cure cancer fight world for world peace. Um, it can be, it can be any, any little thing, any little injustice, any little, um, a uh, challenge that you can step in and, and contribute to just kind of going back to that need for meaningful work. Like so many of us need, um, you're going to need a lot of intellectual and also physical stimulation is going to be important. Um, you're going to need to get rid of some pent up energy, some anxiety you're going to need to release that, to discharge that energy. So, um, avoid taking on tasks or jobs where you might just be expected to look, Busy when actually you have nothing to do. Oh my god, that's going to be the worst thing. Um, you're really going to thrive in these careers and these roles and these projects that keep you challenged and keep you active. Um, and then lastly, something important for you to get is some sort of reaff- reassurance. Yes, it's great if you can give that to yourself, but also surrounding some days, some seasons, you just need some additional support. So surrounding yourself with a support system with um. um Others that can protect you at times, knowing that, you know, setting yourself up so that you know that you're going to have enough money in the bank each quarter, um, whatever those little reassurances are that you need in your personal and professional life, making sure that as much as possible you're getting those in place now. Um, a roadblock that you might run into is sometimes being too cautious or too hesitant. This kind of comes from that analysis paralysis. Um, you might also run into the opposite. Of this roadblock where you're going to jump in recklessly just to prove that you're not afraid. So, again, this goes to just kind of questioning why am I doing this? Why am I not starting right now? Is it because I'm afraid of something, or is it because there truly is something I need to work out before I jump in? Or why am I jumping in right now, right? Is it because I just have something to prove, or is it like, yes, I know that I'm ready for this? I've been planning and planning, I just need to hit the trigger, right? Um, so questioning those attentions, another roadblock might be around your self-doubt. Second-guessing yourself is very stereotypical for our type sixes. Um, they can kind of go teeter-totter between decisions like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm starting this. Oh, no, I'm not. And that that's where that that support system will really come in to help so you can bounce ideas off of. And it's not necessarily somebody or a group that will give you advice. You don't necessarily want that or need it. You already have the inner guidance, the inner wisdom inside you. It's just giving somebody, giving you that reassurance, maybe asking you the questions, um, validating your feelings, your thoughts um, so that you can get to that point where you're like, you know what? Yep, I got this. Look at all I've accomplished. Thanks for reminding me. Let's go and then the last roadblock that you might run into is this need to try and control everything. So uncertainty is very important to you so that you can minimize risk, you can minimize bad things from happening to yourself or others that you care about. But sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how this new product is is going to to end up going. You don't know how this offer is going to land. You don't know how the blog post, I mean, You at this point as a six, like I know that you've done your research. I know that you've asked the questions, you've looked at the data to know like this is a pretty like reasonable calculated risk. But at the end of the day, there is no certainty, there is no guarantees. All you can do is prepare the best that you can and know that. If it doesn't work out like I planned for it or thought it could, would like there's data, there's information that I can gain from that failure to go back to the drawing board and try again. But don't let that stop you because you're not sure how it's going to go. And then lastly, we have our type sevens who. Are really great at casting visions for what's possible, both for themselves and for their team, their clients. Um, They have this ability to think fast and see all these kind of hidden connections for what is possible in the future. So, in 2022, bring these superpowers that that our sevens have, which is this kind of pioneering energy, um, exploring new ventures. Uh, You know, you might be this serial entrepreneur. I feel that myself. Um, You're going to have this kind of why not energy? Why not give it a try? Why not see what happens? You you are good at multitasking. Multitasking gets a bad rap, but our sevens um, and, and some of the other types too, especially in that that head center of intelligence are very quick thought processors. Um, you are going to be well-suited for jobs, for roles, for projects that require flexibility and versatility and allow you to juggle multiple activities at the same time. So you, when you need a break from one task, you can go on to the n- to the other without burning yourself out, um, getting recharged by doing something new for a little while. You're really great at networking and relationship building. You're great at Conversing, gathering information, and making connections, so that all that kind of plays into your ability to network. It's like, oh my gosh, this person you got, you got to meet. You know, I always say Sally. I don't know who Sally is, but you got to meet Sally over here. She does this nonprofit work, or her extracurricular te- activity um, is you know, this, and you guys would just hit it off, or she could help you with this, or she could help your client with this, or to be a great person to be on a podcast with, to have on your podcast. So sevens are really great at, at those connections and networking and relationship building, connecting others too. They tend to be very optimistic. Like, I know that we can do this and generate a lot of it, excitement and put a belief in what's possible. And like our sixes, they can be witty and playful. They find ways to get the most out of life, having a sense of humor. Um, what our sevens are going to need to make sure that they don't get burnt out and can continue to work towards their intentions this year is fun and excitement. Um, how can you spice up your work with some create creative solutions, some out-of-the-box, you know, tasks? Maybe it's like we've talked about with some of the others, scheduling in some fun, creative activities throughout the week, throughout your workday. You're going to need options, a lack of limits. So variety and flexibility, maybe your work environment. I'm going to work from here one day. I'm going to work from a coffee shop. I'm going to Co work with this person. Um, I'm going to, you know, work on this project today. I'm going to work on this other project tomorrow. Just being able to have that variety and flexibility, even though for some people that would completely derail somebody that would keep them from actually getting to their goal. For the seven energy, that's actually going to help you stay refreshed, recharged, so that you can keep moving forward. Um, Like our ones and fours, you have a lot of um, big ideals. You're very idealistic. So you're going to need to be very passionate about whatever project it is you're working on, whatever role that you're in. And it's going to be really hard to get anything done. If you're not, you tend to be pretty good at entertaining others and, and, and you thrive off of that. Um, and being like some roadblocks for our type sevens are going to be running from anything negative, any type of conflict. So having difficult conversations um, sometimes are needed in order to move forward and eat, in order to have progress in your personal relationships and your professional relationships and your friendships. Um, so making sure that you're not running from those and that can be hard. So, you know, you might need to channel that eight wing and get, get honest, get direct, and be willing to have a difficult conversation. Commitment sometimes can be a roadblock for type sevens because we have so many ideas. We want to have variety. We want to have flexibility. Um, Sometimes there's not enough follow through. We always, we have that gluttony for something new. Our vice is that gluttony. Um, And so being aware, again, asking yourself, why do I feel like I need to jump to a new project today? Why do I feel like I need to start a new offer? Why do I feel like I need to rebrand, change my logo colors, change my logo fonts, like whatever it is, like I've gone through all of this. Why do I feel like that? Am I avoiding something? Is it because I just love like the, the thrive, the, the, um, Oh, what's the, like the rush of something new, or is it because like this really needs to be done? So questioning that, and then channeling that arrow to your one, where you have commitment. Also channeling your arrow to your your four, or not your four, your type five, which is your growth arrow, and using that that five's ability natural tendencies to really focus and get something accomplished, bring that into the projects, the intentions that you have in 2022. And then lastly for the seven, um, you're constantly planning for the future. That planning is your mental fixation. It's a pattern that potentially is causing some reoccurring issues in your life, some reoccurring problems for you because you're planning, 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 not living in the present, not being present. And so Maybe for you, where somebody else needs to do more activities, more physical activities, get out there and do more networking, meet more new people. For a seven, most likely for you, you're actually going to need to scale back those activities for you to get to where you want to go. Allow yourself to be bored. Allow yourself to be in the moment. Allow yourself to have no plan for the future. And ironically, when you're bored, in the shower, in the car drive, on a walk without headphones potentially. And that sounds excruciating, I know. Um, But that's maybe where an idea will pop up. Or you can just allow yourself to rest and recharge again so that when you are in full focus planning mode, um, you're, you're doing it in a productive way because you've had time to recharge. So that wraps up our 2022 goal setting and the Enneagram episode. Um, I hated to jump on the goal setting ba- bandwagon, um, when I originally was thinking, should I do this episode or not? But I thought this was a great way to kind of just remember what each type is is really great at giving yourself credit for that, looking for ways to leverage that as you think about what projects you want to work on this year, who you want to be this year. And then also... You know, just being aware of some things that might come up that could derail you, but they're not going to derail you because now you know about them, you're ahead of them. And then also understanding and putting some language to some of the other types that maybe you're not as familiar with, but seeing where your gaps might be and looking at, wow, okay, like I just gave at the end that, that type seven example, all the creativity, all the ideas, but we have some, we have some problems, some challenges when it comes to execution and focus. And so what are some other um, qualities that we can tap into and borrow as we need to, in order to get these things done that we're saying are important to us, even if they're not, they don't always come natural. And there is a difference between, you know, doing things in a way, having goals, intentions that drain you, feel like a should, well, this person's doing it, so I should do it, um, you know, be aware of that. But also know that just because it's hard or doesn't come natural to you doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it, that, that it's not going to work for you, that you're not going to be good at it. It's just you're going to have to be more intentional. So a lot of times we're on autopilot and we do have things that come natural to us and we also have some autopilot default things that are not helping us at all. So the more that we can wake up to the gifts, the strengths that we have, and then also wake up to the roadblocks that we potentially might be bringing to the year um, can just help you be more intentional and navigating around those things of leveraging those gifts. And it really, that's what this is all about is being intentional, taking yourself off autopilot saying, well, this is just how I am. Ah, This is just what I'm good at. This is just what I'm not good at. No, don't accept that. Um, You can be good at whatever you want to be good at. If you make the choice um, to, to practice, to, to lean into it. So with that, I'm wishing you nothing but the very best as you step into um, your 2022 self highest self, whatever that looks like for you this year, working on the projects that you want to work on, wishing you nothing but the best. And if this is something that you feel like, you know what, I'm I'm ready for, I'm ready to go all in on this project. I'm ready to go all in on this business. I don't want it to be seen as a hobby. Um, I want to be, I want to be taken seriously, but there's some things about maybe my personality that I'm noticing. Um, I'm letting get in the way, or I'm not able to leverage my strengths as much as I would like to. There are some private coaching opportunities that I have opened up for this year that I'm really excited about. Um, 60 minutes, six weeks, or six months. There are different ways that we can work together depending on what you're needing, what project you're wanting to work on. So I'm going to invite you to check those out at Co dot com forward slash private coaching. And with that, I will see you back here next week for an interview episode.